0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Think Yourself Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Duranja. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to Think Yourself Healthy Podcast. Today, we will be having a continuation from Failure to Thrive with Miguel Escobar, and we're going to be diving deep into Accelerating Ascension with Plant Medicine and Crystals. Miguel has been a physician assistant in South Texas for over five years working in cardiology, hospital settings, and internal medicine. Recently he worked with border patrol in the southern border. Miguel has over 15 years of healthcare experience. He is a father, dog trainer, mentor, and spiritual being of light. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I am so excited.
1: Yes, I've been so, you know, what's crazy with all this stuff going on, it's like the more I've been awakening, yeah. um, obviously, pe- I'm like attracting people, right? And people that I can't like, it's insane. Literally, I'm talking in a parking lot where someone had asked me, can you come talk to our group out here in this parking lot? And so it was like a bunch of Trump supporters. Yeah. So like this guy out of nowhere. So, you know, the reason I was saying it like that, it had nothing to do with ascension and nothing to do with spiritual. I mean, except for the Christ consciousness, this man comes out of nowhere. He like literally is across the street at another thing and he sees some people. Something's calling him. So he's like, I need to go over there and see what these people are talking about. So he comes over there. I'm already talking. So he's like real connected with what I'm saying. And he starts talking about Tesla and he starts talking about some energies. So I thought he was a part of this group. He was just some random dude. Well, we end up, you know, I start, he starts saying stuff. I'm looking at him like, why is this guy? This guy's not talking like everybody else. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. We start connecting. And then I see his, he's got some beads and stuff. And so I'm like, homie. Like, he's an older man. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, someone, something called me to come talk. And I'm like, yeah, you're here to talk to me. All right. Like, we need to connect. And we did. Oh, man, it, we just blew up each other's worlds. Like, I introduced him to things that I'm looking into, introduced me into other things. So now it's like all these little star seeds, basically, right? Like, all these little light workers everywhere that we all, like, within a matter of a week, right, everybody had come to me, basically, Cause I was, you know, putting my face out there. And so, man, it's almost like every week I'm having to talk to somebody that they're just two days ago, some, uh, a lady in her fifties calls me and she's like, uh, we I've kind of talked with her and I feel like a presence from her. And she's like, Miguel, I, I, something's telling me, I just need to talk to you. And I don't know, where to go in my life at this point but like I used to be very connected with dreams I used to see dead people and spirits and like she was basically astral traveling right she just doesn't know how to put the words to but she's like I've had these out-of-body experiences I'm looking at my body I'm walking around I'm going to another state coming back and all this stuff and she's like I've been repressing that and like it's kind of haunting me again now and I don't know what to do so I kind of gave her you know look you need to do a Himalayan salt bath I kind of talked about some prayers that she could do that i that people have kind of recommended to me to do as well and then i'm like do you have any crystals she's like no i'm like ah so she like connects so she something tells her to call this old friend that she hadn't talked to in like 20 years or so okay connects with this lady that they're like so happy to hear from each other they literally it's been years since they've connected so her friend's like oh my gosh you have to talk to a friend of mine she's in utah i think she can help you out so she calls her this friend well this lady's like oh my gosh i just opened a crystal shop
0: <laughs> that's awesome
1: and i have nothing but crystals here like yes and she totally hooks her up so she's got like 20 crystals on the way wow. you know so it's just like you know this and this is just like the next day after she talked to me she's like this is insane we go like how these things fall in place and it's like that's how i feel my life is right now like, yeah, even though I get all, like yesterday, I had a really down day yesterday. Whatever is going on, I there's well, something between.
0: It's mercury retrograde right now. I know.
1: Everything is fucking retrograde right
0: now. I mean, yesterday, I had a very emotionally devastating day and lost my shit, cried so hard, just felt so hopeless in moments. And then, you know, this is where we have to really connect with our consciousness and, and really get to the root of what's actually happening because- that emotion <clears throat> is what the energy that we don't want to feed feeds off of. And that's what people don't realize right now is this, this fear-based state that has been created through the pandemic is literally giving them life force and it's depleting ours. Our life force is depleting, our immune systems are depleting in the process, which eventually is going to create disease and death, all the while- yeah strengthening what we don't want to be strong. And so we have to really understand that it's our personal responsibility to be mindful and aware of where our thoughts and emotions are, and then learn how to utilize skills and tools and resources that are available to have the ability to direct them. For me, it started, crystals were the tangible thing that I could hold onto And have its energy help support my own balance. And then, you know, over time, utilizing these crystals are sacred for me. They literally are like, I I can't even explain to you the value that they hold. They are priceless. And one of the things that Sal talks about in the life, um, in life on the cutting edge is The crystals are going to be a huge component of our Ascension process. Once we can get that fifth density and we have the ability to start transitioning our physical body into a light body. And part of that process is going to require the DNA of our cells to change. And we're going to have to shift from being a carbon based model to a silicone based model. So crystals are going to play a huge role in allowing for that to happen.
1: Yeah. Big time
0: They're babies. They're going to be priceless.
1: Yes. So what crystal- Have you heard anything about what's going to happen? You know, if this, this, you know, grand shift happens, uh, that well, from what I've been hearing, that supposedly large crystals were going to start popping up out of the ground. Right.
0: Support us, Especially like up, Mount Shasta area, it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be a mecca. Um, <clears throat> so one thing that you'll appreciate in that book, Life on the Cutting Edge, Sal, is that he really maps out the process of how this ascension um, transitions. And you know, we've we've been taught some crazy things like <clears throat> uh, be picked up by aliens and taken to another planet, and that's going to become our heaven. You know, our heaven, and blah 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 blah. And the reality is we're not going anywhere. It's all about our consciousness. And so if we can get our consciousness into that fifth density, then we will have, it's basically like a protective field. We won't be visible. We won't have the ability to interact with lower beings anymore. Those individuals who are occupying third density, staying in the matrix, resisting the shift, we won't be able to interact anymore. It's like this protective shield that comes into play and allows us to start living our heaven on earth here while they continue to die off and then eventually have to reincarnate to another planet that will be able to support third density because earth is no longer going to be able to do that
1: supposedly from what i've seen in some other you know spiritual beings that they're saying that they saw the new earth completely formed and born in these last two days
0: yeah. I think that new earth is going to be, you know, basically whatever we desire. I think that it's going yeah. to be a bountiful, beautiful, symbiotic relationship with nature.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I totally agree with what you're saying. It's like some people think it's going to be this other, you know, this projected, you know, just this like, aha, like the such a great momentous, you know, Transition, but in reality, it's like we already kind of live in bliss. You know, you just have—it's all the mental game, right? I mean,
0: all well, right. So, and that's what they're trying to do with you know, creating all of this fear and panic and uncertainty. I mean, it's been going around for millions of years now that we've been
1: yeah.
0: in this enslavement. And <clears throat> there's—I mean, there's so much to it. And I'm sure. Can Can you tell me when? kind of started your awakening process? Like when you were aware it was happening?
1: I I've always been like against, you know, ever since 9, 11, I was like, you know, I realized the corruption that's going on. You know, I knew about Harp mm-hmm. at, at a point where literally Facebook was, was taking it off my, we're talking about decades ago. Um, so I knew about that. Right. But the whole spiritual portion of it. Back in 2016, I, I went to Peru to do a ayahuasca ceremony with some of my friends. I actually, my thesis when I graduated from the PA program was about how uh, psychedelics are better at um, treating PTSD, drug addiction, and depression better than, you know, the the best meds out there. NSRIs, SSRIs, right? So that was my thesis. And that was kind of like what also made me want to go to uh, Peru <clears throat> with some buddies. We did like a very traditional Fair and one. we went out to the Amazon. Yeah, there was no lights. I mean, we did it as as indigenous as we could possibly do it. And uh, we were out there for a week. So it was great. I had a Like my second, I didn't need to really go anymore. My second trip, it was like, boom. (laughs) And I saw what, you know, now I know is basically like the Galactic Federation. Right. And so I didn't know what was going on. I I mean, I never, I knew that this was something special because I never even visualized anything like this in my life. In In a movie, in a dream, nothing, right? And I was out in space and I, it was a very, you know, it was like a just morphing into things until now I'm like up in space and I'm there with all these beings. Right. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And the vibrations are going nuts. Right. And so, and the coolest part was like, as I'm getting up to this area, the vibrations are getting higher and higher and higher and higher. And it's feeling, I mean, it was kind of scary because I'm like what the hell is up with this vibration for, you know, nine hours straight. I'm, i'm hearing this vibration and it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger and then finally it all it's like the aha moment so i had that moment but i didn't that's when i was really kind of starting to tap into myself and i realized you know i was uh i wouldn't say i was an atheist but i was you know i grew up catholic started becoming like atheist you know because i was seeing through the lies of the book right i was seeing through the lies right? And so I'm like, well, if this is a lie, it's all got to be a lie, right? I ended up proving my own self that God is real. And so I was like, yeah, I dropped that whole thing, right? But I never, I never was really pri- And I was done with Catholicism. But I still, you know, I was into Christianity, but I started looking into Krishna and looking into, you know, different other just aspects of religion that I liked. And so since then, I've just been trying to connect more. Right. And, and, and in many different assets, right. Like the mind, the body, the spirit kind of thing. Right. And so finally, uh, like a little before Corona, you know, like in that two, late 2019 is when I started to really, like, I started having visions these dreams. Right. And then people would say things that I would watch them on videos and it would trigger things inside me where it's like, I can't stop these visions as if I'm there, you know? And so that's when I started to, uh, really start to, you know, and now I'm like putting together dreams from what, as a child that now it's making sense now. Right. And like, I had a probably 10 years, I didn't dream at all. I was smoking a lot of weed there as well, yeah, but
0: your stories, friend
1: <laughs> huh?
0: I said we have very similar stories.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. You know, when you were, I didn't get to talk much about last time about myself, but I connect with a lot of what you're saying. You know, I, I haven't gone through drug addiction so much except for weed. I mean, I was definitely addicted to weed, Yeah. but um, you know, I was real big in the psychedelics when I was younger. And stuff like that i've had friends that have gone the, the the you know way overboard so i've dealt with addictions i've dealt with some you know sexual traumas as well with friends or ex-girlfriends and stuff and luckily nothing myself not in this world i feel like i have So that's right?
0: what i ask you if you yourself have you know have been able to identify any potential traumas that you you know, have to work through. The reason I'm asking this question is because I feel, you know, right now ayahuasca is such a trendy thing. Everyone's like, ooh, trims, right. let's just do, do ayahuasca. It's gonna solve all our problems. And the reality is, no, that's not the case. You have to do the deep inner work. You have to go right. with you have to understand your emotion, what your needs are, how you're feeling. And if you don't, if you try to bypass that component of the healing process, you're not going to have success. And so I'll give you an example. When I did my ayahuasca ceremony, there were five of us that participated. And of the five of us, there were two individuals th- that did not take the process seriously. They didn't fall yeah. the diet. You know, they got high prior to showing up to the ceremony And neither one of them had done any of the deep emotional work, the inner child work, all of these things. And so ultimately they ended up going into psychosis, both of them. And it was really fucked up situation because here you are, I'm in a state of bliss. You know, I set my intention for my ceremony. I really wanted to know that if I had, healed a lot of my inner child issues, then I wanted my inner child to introduce me to my future self. And that is exactly what I was able to accomplish and achieve. And it was such a beautiful, incredibly healing. It really wasn't more about healing. I think the healing was the validation. I needed that validation to know that I had really put the work in and that because of that, it had positive outcomes. And it was a beautiful experience, but then the other two individuals who did not take the process seriously, did not do the, the emotional work, um, one of them is still not okay. He, he is still to this day, not okay. He like flipped his switch and, and um, it was really unfortunate. So I always caution people, you know, don't think that you can just do mushrooms or do ayahuasca and think that that's going to be the thing that's going to flip the switch for you and you're going to be a healed person. I'm sure maybe there are individuals out there whom have had success from that, but I think that that's probably a lot fewer, you know, individuals who experience that.
1: Um, yeah, I agree.
0: Massive explosive diarrhea during your ayahuasca trip.
1: So that vomiting,
0: the purging, did they use any kind of musical instruments to help facilitate the vibrational frequencies to get into? Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, there was, well, it was like, see, that was a part where I felt I would have probably done better with some of the music that I knew because I'm very connected with music. I make, I don't like make, I make my own music here. I have bongos, congas, I have all sorts of instruments. Okay. But I'm very musically inclined. And so I was like, man, I would have I would have like even exploded more. But they had the very typical indigenous one. So they had I forget what the the, the uh, ah man, it was just on the tip of my tongue. They have one. It's like a it's like a seed. It's like a it's like a, you know, a few uh, stems that come out and there's like some circular seeds that they make sound with and then a particular leaf that they so he basically shakes two things while the shaman is singing right so he's just chanting and and singing his songs while he's like shaking these two uh plants so I mean in that in itself it's not something that we were used to but it was very uh hypnotic right like it would you would kind of forget about it at one point and then it'd come back in and you're like oh I forgot he's singing and shit you know So that was new to me, even though I knew I was expecting it. But, uh, you know, he you know, he had some chants that were very strong and it was, you know, almost like, you know, shaking the bad spirits out of you and other ones that were like very uplifting. I mean, there was a point where. I started laughing and he started, the shaman starts laughing with me and then a few other people start laughing. And so, you know, no one knows why we're laughing, but we're just like in a giddy little laugh. Right. And so it was pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. I, I will I will never forget my friend, one of my friends who was with me and I, I had, are you familiar with the didgeridoo?
1: Ah, uh, that sounds so familiar. Um,
0: Huge long tube that they blow into, and it's like Ooh,
1: and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: So the shaman that was uh, facilitating the ceremony for me, and we had two. Um, one of them brought the didgeridoo over to me, and then put it literally like I was a little creeped out because I was lying on the floor, you know, on all of the pillow things, and he walks over and he like kicks my legs open, like spreading them open, and I'm like, hey, hey what's happening here? <laughs> And he walks up with this didgeridoo and just puts it right at my root chakra. So I'm like, okay, interesting. And he starts blowing. And he probably facilitated it for, you know, in my mind, it was like an hour, but it was probably just a few minutes. And shortly after he facilitated that, all of that trapped trauma emotion that was held in my root chakra, (laughs) it came it was ready to explode. And so I remember trying to get myself up and get to the bathroom and we had a no door lock policy. So I'm in the bathroom and I am literally having the most explosive diarrhea of my entire life. I've got my feet up on the the squatty potty and my butt is just losing its shit. It's so loud that I am like, I am like embarrassed in a sense. And then yeah. God intervened and my friend just starts hysterically laughing. I'm talking, it was like a deep, whoa, laughing so hard. Everyone in the other room is laughing. And I remember going, thank you. I can release, I can purge all of this shit out of me now without fear of judgment and criticism of others hearing. But it was man. And then the vomiting, um, I didn't vomit as much as I diarrhea. Like I just had explosive. Diarrhea. It was-
1: man. And yeah. And that's like one of the things. So at my ceremony, I was no one. I don't, I don't think anybody reached the level I did. Like literally the ne- next day when I woke up the shaman and the other two guides, they saw me walking and they came up to me and they just looked at me and they were like, they came to you. And I was like, I didn't even know what to tell them at this point, right? I didn't even talk to anybody about it. And I was like, wait, I, I couldn't stop but smile. And they're like, they came to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I don't know what came to me. And they're like, dude, they're like, dude, they just started like dancing and like hugging me. And they're like, wow, this has never happened like this. Like they came to you already. Like, wow, you're you're very in touch, whatever, you know, and they're kind of telling me all these great things. And I was like, wow, yeah, I don't know who came to me, but something happened, like it was amazing. Yeah. And they were like, you know, this is very special, blah, blah, blah. And so uh, the next day, I, oh, oh, well, I, didn't, I I felt like I didn't need to do it again, but everyone kept bugging me and I did it reluctantly. And, yeah, the next time now I was in a blank white room sitting in a stool. Wow. There is nothing going on. And I just sat there for hours. So I started thinking about other things, but I knew I was like, okay, I don't need to do it again. This is where I need to go. Well, at least in that moment of my life. Right. And to, to proceed forward. But so I was able to, you know, and I've really done a lot of research on this. So I was trying to help people overcome. And the number one thing for everybody is the fear of vomiting and the fear of your bowel movements out of control, right? Where you, you know, make a noise, you pass some gas or you burp or whatever. Right. And it's like some people could not, could not even remotely see a a glimpse of, of, of hallucinations because of the fear of the vomiting. And me too. I mean, I hate vomiting. I'll diarrhea all day, but I hate hate vomiting. Yeah. And I've always had a struggle with vomiting, but I knew, you know, so I was prepping myself just like, yeah, I'm just going to let it go. Like I don't care. And so ironically the first time I didn't, I didn't even have the urge to vomit or nothing. It was like, everyone was like, how did you not get something? I was like, I feel fine. I feel perfect. Right. My mind had really overcome it, but I think I was using some of my power of my mind to suppress that. So now the second time my mind was more focused on like, oh, my gosh, what's happening here that now all the purging came. And like right at the end, I mean, I was just vomiting like crazy. I had to go to the bathroom as well, but not as bad as the vomiting. But, you know, so literally about half the people there, it was, you know, just the fact that to, to understand your own body's needs at if you do not urinate or defecate, you will die, right? If you do not vomit, when your body's telling you to vomit, you could die, you know, like, what if you're, 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 there's a poison in your body, what if you're, you know, in certain instances, if you're going through ketoacidosis, right, if you're going through different pH imbalances, you may need to vomit. And so that could be literally a difference of, you know, your body just really going off the deep end, right? And so it's like, people fight the innate natural complex but yet very simple reactions that the body does and that itself puts a block in the brain right
0: so what happens so when people you know like for for instance when i was having my explosive moment in the bathroom i i can i couldn't help but remember i can't help but remember thinking to myself i struggled with chronic constipation Pretty much majority of my life until I got into like my 30s, and um, I remember in that moment thinking, "Where? Is
1: this coming
0: from? Like, where is all of this coming from?" I didn't know that I had this much stuff in my body that needed to be released. And so when when people are in resistance, you know that fear creeps in. They're they're living their life in that out of that that mode, that emotional vibrational state, and they're suppressing the physical body. They're not connecting with the physical body. Can you explain to the listeners what kind of negative consequences we have when we resist allowing for those natural things to
1: occur? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what I talk about a lot with my patients, right? It's like um, just the simple things, doing a simple bowel movement you know, what you have to do to get to get to a simple bowel movement. And it's funny you mentioned that. Give me one second. I'm going to grab something. But it's funny you mentioned that because, uh, you know, most people, I have another friend right now too, actually bought, brought my, uh, maybe we'll start talking about this stuff.
0: Now we're talking.
1: So I, you know, I have a friend right now too. She's a PA she's she's young she's in her 30s early 30s and everyone thinks now that she may have like uh you know irritable bowel syndrome or some bs and i'm like chick you are super fucking young you are super healthy and you're gonna sit here they've done five colonoscopies on you they've done every single fucking thing in the book And now the doctor just wants to make up some crazy diagnosis. I'm like, come on here. This is not this is not it, you know, and and she does a lot of natural stuff as well. And so, you know, I'm like, you really need to connect with your uh, emotions. You need to see what is going on in your life that you are holding back. Something happened that you are not admitting to it yet. And your body will not release that tension until you acknowledge it, right? And so, and I've done a, some research on irritable bowel syndrome, colitis, and stuff. And a lot of it, you know, yes, some of it can be the uh, microbiome, right? The, the 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 microflora in your in your gut, right? But a lot of it can also be your uh, psychological, uh, you know. Setup and and the blocks that you have and so for instance for you I would say there was probably I, I don't I, I'm pretty good at reading some people so please don't, I don't be offended if I'm so
0: go on. Huh? I don't get offended easily so have at it awesome
1: no so I'm so I would assume maybe you had something going on you know a little bit that I've heard so far maybe you had some trauma or something that and it doesn't have to be like some sexual trauma or some crazy thing right but um, you know, you probably had something that you whether it was body dysmorphia, right? Whether, which is a very common thing in young women, especially, you, you know, most people don't think, oh, they see a young, pretty woman. She's got to feel great about herself. Normally, those are the ones that are more self-conscious. Like, I can't tell you how many, you know, all my girlfriends have been beautiful freaking supermodels, but they're the ones that go home and they're crying because they think that they're ugly or they're fat. And I'm like, what is your problem? You know, you're like the opposite of that, right? But so imagine if a, if a hot girl is thinking that, think about a, someone that maybe doesn't feel like they're hot, right? So, you know, and women, it's a lot of that. For me, it was like, even though I'm like, you know, some people are like, wow, Miguel, you're like a manly man and stuff like that. But as a, as a boy and growing up, I didn't think I was manly at all because I like to wear bracelets. You know, I I like to paint. I get along with women a lot, you know. I, I know a lot about hair products and fucking, well,
0: you with know, shit. The hair you've got there. Of course you do. Well,
1: well, this is new now. Actually, I used to. I've always had uh, short hair, but my mom is a hairstylist. She was, uh, she had her own beauty salon, and she was really good at it. So I grew up in that environment. Mm-hmm. So I knew everything about hair, you know. And so you know something so stupid where it's like men will judge me because Miguel knows a lot about hair and stuff. Like he must be gay or something. Right. And so that was like a big block for me. I feel
0: feel like you are like a, a very rep, like the perfect representation of a balanced masculine. You are still in touch with the feminine characteristics, but you also embody the true masculine characteristics. Like, I feel like you're kind of that representation
1: thank you i appreciate it
0: need to step up into in order for us to raise this vibrational frequency yeah. I
1: was
0: having a conversation exactly. last night about how this patriarch that we've been in for thousands and thousands of years it's just a matter of time before it crumbles and the feminine comes back you know the matriarch has the ability to come back in and nurture us all and take care of us along with mother earth. And that's what this Ascension is already happening. It's, this is what the Ascension is trying to achieve. And in my opinion, based on, you know, the things that I've been exposed to, we've already won. This is a done yeah. deal. God has already yeah. it's done deal hours yeah, sure. to be right now. You know, we can call them whatever. It's like, I don't even know what to call them anymore, <clears throat> but the, they know this. And they're doing, they're just desperately trying to play it out for as long as they can. And as long as there are people who are clinging to fear and scarcity and uncertainty, they're gonna be able to draw this out, stretch it out. But the sooner that we can step up and take responsibility and say, you know what, I feel truth to this. You know, one other thing I wanna mention really quick, um, intuition, intuitive knowing. Right.
1: Yeah. Big time.
0: So my whole life, I've been a very intuitive being. I've had a sense of knowing, and I didn't understand where it came from. So I always doubted it. You know, I must be crazy. And <clears throat> the reality is, is that for someone like yourself and myself, whom have knowledge about the physical body and how disease works, a lot of this is natural. <clears throat> it's an intuitive knowing, like for instance, understanding how trauma plays a role in, in creating disease. This wasn't a book that I picked up and started reading. It was more of an, intu- an intuitive knowing of, no, this just is the truth. This just yeah. is, you know what I mean? And the thing is, is that we all have that. We all have this um, abundance of knowledge that we brought over from all of our past life experiences. And we deny it, we, you know, because we're taught to deny it, unfortunately. So what are your yeah. thoughts on that?
1: Absolutely. So disease is, right, the beginning of it is a dis-ease, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, most of all these words that we use, especially in pharmacokinetics, right, because even the word literally means like witchcraft, but especially the words that we use in medicine to describe things, right? How I always helped my colleagues when we were going through medical terminology is like, look, if you can't remember the pathophysiology of something, break down the word and it can, it might remind you. So like, um, tonsillitis, right? Tonsil. We're looking at a gland in your body. right, means an inflammatory, well, it's kind of broken up into two things there, but it's basically an inflammatory process that is also leading to infection, Mm -hmm. right? So you can look at it backwards or forwards. So you're looking at an, an infection that is possibly due from inflammation that's specifically in the tonsils, right? So... Disease, ease dis means not okay, right? Something that's not in the proper function, right? I mean, dysmorphia, right? It means that your morphology is not the way it should be. Dysfunction means that whatever should be functioning properly is not functioning properly, right? So, dis-ease means that instead of the body working in a normal motion of ease now it's you know it's this not functioning properly and so you know this is where I really get into it with people is right from the very beginning is that you know mind over matter is a very true thing right because how you start your day you know someone was just a spiritual guy that I listened to a lot you know he kind of mentioned it and it's really been resonating in me that um, his name is Rion, R-I-O-N. Have you ever heard of him? No, oh, I haven't. So he's actually the guy that came up with Team Light. Okay. Very connected being. I mean, I don't know anybody on the planet that knows better information than him. Okay. And in this, in, in, a, in a generalized fashion, he talks about the spiritual, he talks about a little bit of politics, he talks about what to get ready he makes these awesome. I have some crazy organite, okay, like crazy organite, and so he makes some that are like the most beautiful ones I've ever seen. Oh, that's so, so this one, it's got it's three layers. I don't know. So you can, So the bottom layer is like shungite, tourmaline. Uh, it's magnetized as well. Then he's got blue azurite. Then the top layer is actually more of a clear coat, but he's got a big crystal in there. You see that big?
0: Yeah, look. It almost looks like a. It's purplish, like an amethyst. Yeah,
1: it's a big purple. I forget. It's not amethyst. Um, Ametrine. Sorry.
0: Ametrine.
1: Yes, ametrine. Ametrine, and then he's got like I think it's selenite. He's got them in the corners. You can see. You can kind of see it there. Wow. so he's got selenite and then he's got it littered with gold and other uh, metals as well. You can kind of see some of the metals and then he's got the metal proper coils in the bottom. So, right. So it's creating that energy, and it it's a flat top. So because it's flat, it's pulling down energy, right? Ooh. So that's the thing about the geometry, right? Is that different geometries can do different things and, and people don't know this, but And we can go into a little bit of this, but so the flat top, which is why like some of the uh, Mexican Tenochtitlan and and other, you know, uh, ancient ruins, they're flat because it pulls energy down.
0: I did not know that.
1: So some of the uh, more angled, like the very, uh, very pointy pyramids, which are actually not the larger obtuse ones, but the ones that are really, really pointy. Those are meant to direct energy up, whereas the more obtuse ones like the pyramids of Giza, they're meant to kind of do both. It can send direction up, but it also can focus a lot of energy coming down. So what this is doing, not only is this creating a magnetized torus field, right, like what we talked about last time, but it's also pulling down energy to create. So my house is pretty much gridded. And, and so I have it to where, you know, it stops certain energies from flowing and it, and they help believe me. Cause I'm, you know, people are like, how are you not dead? You know how, cause I really do fight against some fucking hardcore people where I live that we know that they're satanic worshipers on us. So I want to show you. So this is another one he makes. This is my biggest one. This is a huge organite lamp.
0: Oh my gosh. <gasps>
1: so this thing
0: Polish.
1: its actually a pyramid inside of a pyramid. Okay. It's kind of hard to that see is- with this glare. So there's a pyramid within this, wow. I'm trying to kind of stop the glare. So you can see up top, Yeah. yeah. that's, there's a crystal right here that's coiled, right? Because when you coil it with copper it creates uh a field right right? so here this pyramid inside he's got again the blue azurite he's got some amethyst and i forget what the green one is and that's one pyramid in itself with other uh crystals in there and then at the bottom on this base he's got the shungite um tourmaline which is also magnetized Mm -hmm. and this thing's actually grounded. So it is hooked up through wires. So you can actually ground it. So it's, it's literally creating its own field and he powers them with lights. So it's got a light on the bottom, light up top.
0: Oh my gosh. I am in love.
1: Change the colors, you know, so I got yellow on the bottom, purple on top. So I got some protection on my lower chakras and then some,
0: other protection sitting there as well. I think I have the same one.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that protected there.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. I
1: totally didn't realize I was there.
0: <laughs> hard ass for a second.
1: <laughs> That's funny. So, anyways, so yeah, this thing is beautiful. Okay, I'll have to hook you up with this guy. And I have other pyramids underneath my bed. Okay. Nice. Ah. which are different ones that, um, man, since I've gotten them, I've had one now for, for maybe eight months now. My dreams are out of this world. Really? Like I can control my dreams so easily now, like no joke. I can wake up, go to the bathroom and jump right in the same dream I was in and continue like nothing Wow. even multiple times uh I, one night i had like eight dreams it was nuts and i can remember them so much better i'm more interactive in them i kind of know what's going on in my dream now
0: did you did you request did you ask to be able to remember everything or is it just naturally they're allowing you to remember? i have
1: not i have not at all like yeah, I mean, I feel like there's some things I could be doing, but I, I've always been led by my intuition. And, you know, that's where I've been trying to just, you know, some people are like, oh, you must be able to see stuff and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I don't. But it doesn't mean I don't believe. Right. I've been having ever since I've been really waking up and I started to connect my ayahuasca experience with aliens and all this stuff. I get fucking aliens popping around my house all the time now. And I show people, they don't believe me. And I'm like, look, let me connect one day and I'll come over. And I ask and they come out and people are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, there you go. Like seven of them will just come out of all different directions and shit. Right. And so um, I've been real right now. I have, I have two gurus that I've been working with. One gentleman that he's been with me for like four or five years. Another guru that I met with all this stuff. Again, my intuition just led me to him. And he's been telling me, too, like, man, Miguel, you're very powerful and, you know, just keep opening up, keep opening up. And so I've been working with him and, you know, natural healing with my hands. That's what we're right now trying to he's teaching us how to um, heal, you know, through the mind, like I could focus on someone across the world and send healing vibrations. Right. And so working with the Border Patrol, I started to really play around with that because I I've always noticed that I attract a certain person and lately, I mean, Heather, it's crazy at the border patrol, these kids, right? I, Cause I, I was like the main provider there or like I was the one that would train. So they would, uh, there was many providers, but I was always like at the main facilities where it's like, we have to be very careful. Okay. there's lots of kids, lots of sick people, whatever. So I would see hundreds of people a day, hundreds of people. These wow. kids would literally just walk right up to me and be like, something's telling me I need to come talk to you. There's a dead guy right here next to me, and I, I can't stop looking at him, right? Or, like, I just had these dreams where I came out of the sky, and I have this sword, and I'm fighting these demons, and they're getting stronger, and I don't know what to do. And, like, all these things are making sense. Something told me I need to come sit down and talk to you. And I'm like, man, did you not just sit down at the right fucking table? You know, and it's just like time and time again. And so for years now, I've been trying to like clean people. Right. I just suck the energies out of them and just release them. And so and I know that it's working. And now recently, like I said, I've, I spent, I don't know what it is with. Older women that are coming to me like. Like I said, like this 50 year old lady, she's like, I I don't know what's going on, but I feel like I need to talk to you. I feel like you're going to help me. And, you know, we talked for like almost four hours.
0: So females are relating to you predominantly?
1: Predominantly. um, I I had another lady in her 60s. I was like, she, I'm like, you're a fucking angel. And I touched, I was like, can I please pray over you? And she didn't know what I was really going to do. She just thought I was praying But I was removing, you know, these essences from her. And especially here in my house, I feel a lot more powerful because I have grids. I have crystals. Right. So I'm doing this. Right. I put her in a trance. She didn't even know what was going on. And so I'm sitting there and everything was just telling me, get in this position. And now that I think about it, I'm like her spirits were basically communicating with me what I needed to do. And so when she when I look up at her when I was done, she was just like smiling in this trance and i was like hey and she wasn't there at all and then all of a sudden i stand up and i'm kind of looking at her i'm not letting go of her hands and she wakes up all like very frantic and she's looking down at the ground as if i was proposing to her because i was i was in a knee position i think that jogged her memory her first husband when she was 18 had proposed to her in a similar way. Well, he died shortly after in a car wreck. They had ran him over and all this stuff. She was severely traumatized. And then after that, she had been sexually abused younger after this. I mean, it was really, really bad. And dude, the smile on her face, you know, something, she, something clicked and I didn't think she wanted to tell me everything, but she was like, oh my God, what just happened? And she's, I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, what, like, She's having a moment, like, where the fuck am I? kind of thing. And she was like, I just saw my husband back then. And like, she was just looked at me like, what did you just do to me? Wow. And you know, so I've had these moments now and they're getting stronger and stronger. So it's like I'm really trying to home in on my abilities that other people can do too. Like I guarantee you, you yes. are one of them.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I am really working on my telepathy. I have uh, a one specific friend that her and I, our telepathy communication has become so immense. It's almost comical to us now. And wow.
1: That's what I need to start getting into.
0: Huh?
1: I've been trying to practice, like there's children yeah. that have come to my house and I've showed their parents, like, watch, check it out, that they're opening up. Yeah. And I'm trying, like, look, I'm, a, I'm thinking of a number right? And I had a kid, we got two out of three the first time we did it, right? So I've been trying to do it. I just don't have someone that's so open-minded to necessarily do that with. But
0: with you, if you Totally. Yeah,
1: I would love to. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, because ultimately, um, it was really funny. The other day, I was driving about this thing, and I was really focused intentionally on what I wanted to create. And then I get home, and She's like, look what I did, and I went. Your daughter? Are you kidding me? She literally, what I visualized in my head of this itinerary that I wanted to create, to create, she was like, oh, I, I don't know, it just came to me. I, I just created it, and I was like, bitch, you got the message. I was like, that is fucking amazing. So it's it's That's just awesome. crazy. Like. Her and I, we don't even have to. Um, we don't even have to talk. We we literally can be completely silent and still have the ability to communicate. I think practicing with animals is a really great place to start. People, you know, we that's how animals communicate with us. They're always telling us, and we're like, oh, I wonder what they're saying. Well, you know, they're telling us a lot. So, practicing with animals can be another good way to uh, kind of just let go of some of the stigma around the feelings with you know, tapping into someone else's energetic field and receiving messages. I believe that there's going to come a point where we don't have to talk anymore and that we have the ability to yeah. you know communicate. The thing is is, you know, children, as you were mentioning earlier, the child who came up to you and is like, "I'm seeing dead people." These children, They're so intuitive. They're still connected. They still, their pineal gland hasn't been calcified like ours has. You know, and there's a lot of mis, like people don't understand. Like, for instance, how, what are your thoughts about fluoride?
1: (laughs) It's the most pathetic fucking thing they ever put in the damn water. No, that's what.
0: It's their tool, the thing that they're using to control.
1: Well, you, so you know, our pineal gland. We now know there's crystals that form inside our pineal gland. So that makes all of this make more sense even more, right? Which is why the Egyptians, why the Mayans, why all these people, whether they do blood sacrifices and they tear your body open to eat your fucking pineal gland, or because the Egyptians hold it as a very sacred thing and they make all the symbolism behind it. Same with the Catholicism, same same with every entity, right? Because even for the nefarious, whether you're good or bad, that's our beacon of, of the energy and the upper dimensions,
0: the connecting it's, it's connecting. It's what allows us to have the ability to access that level of consciousness that we, most people can't most people. It connects
1: For me, what, you know, because I really try to look at it through the numbers thing, too. You know, I really think when Tesla said things are three, six and nine. Right. Well, the three is what they always do. I mean, you think about it, even the triangle. Right. The triangle is the strongest, most simple geometric shape. Right. So what are they? What's their symbolism? The fucking all seeing eye. Right. Well, they try to mock God. Right.
0: It's It's inversions. Yeah, it's
1: just an, exactly. It's just an inversion of it. Right. So, so, you know, everything is, is a mockery for them. So the, the, the great three things, right. Which for me, God gives you love, power and wisdom. Right. And so I try to look at it in the, in that kind of, you know, that if you can break it down into that, you know, mother, father, child, right. Cold, hot, everything in between red yellow blue primary colors right i mean literally you can just go down the list and make up so many things like that and so um so for me right we are soul mind and body right so the mind is what's connecting us in the second or the second and third dimensions with our mind it connects it to the upper you know our soul right you know, the source energy, like the main thing. And so, so yeah, so there's been studies that have shown that we can interconnect with our bodies, right? With people across the world when we're in the collective consciousness. And we know now through Bill Gates that the body, we have a gene that's, that is most expressed in the part of the brain towards the back, That is what they call the God gene. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And this gene is what makes people, for whatever reason, have that deeper connection and thought and question that it's not just me, there is something else in the realms, right? And they're attacking that gene. Well, where does that gene like to put out some, how does it put out some of the hormones or the connection with the body? Through the pineal gland. And the pineal gland has forms of crystals so it's a never-ending process of crystals right well because crystals never truly uh stop growing right and so um right so these crystals emit emf energies right and they can they can affect each other right and so we now have some a little beacon of crystals that are also emitting EMF energies. that's different from the energies from our heart. And so what's that mean is that we can connect with these things around us. And so, you know, so anyways, without going too much in these with you, but.
0: So exciting. So let me ask you this question. How are they attacking that gene? What are they doing to destroy it so that it that doesn't.
1: Scenes. So what they were actually doing with this technology that bill gates actually he gave a speech to these generals okay he what they were doing the how they were going about it is that they were going to um the military was going to help in uh, making these islamic terrorists these very religious uh you know sects of community that they're so driven by their belief they were like well what can we do to lessen that right because there's the, and their excuses are, oh well these islamic terrorists because of their be- religious beliefs if we bring tone that down maybe they won't be so terrorists right in actuality they're trying to kill the god aspect of people right so what they did literally the bill gates foundation put together an aerosolized vaccine that they were spraying on these people in Pakistan, in Iraq, okay? That they were spraying, the military was spraying them with these things um, to see how it would affect them. And sure enough, these people, their drive all diminished. And I would just say in a simple sense, because, right, I mean, most people's drive you, it's very hard to explain, right? Like what drives you? It could be God. It could be your child. It could be money. It could be crystals. Right. But the main thing is that a, the, there was a significant difference in their drive.
0: Wow. Hmm.
1: Right. And th- this is actually studied stuff.
0: It's kind of almost like, you know, numbing us out in a sense, right? Literally yeah. numbing us and- out. Every like shape
1: and form, right? And so they numb us out through the genetics. that so they are now targeting specific genes that help you—that that, that help you believe in a higher realm, a higher essence of your own self. Then they bombarding us with these non-metallic things like fluoride and uh, you know potassium chloride. All these things that attack your body, but especially fluoride. Where where is it going? Specifically to your pineal gland. Then they're attacking us with metals, aluminum, nanoparticle aluminum, mercury, all these metals that attach to your body. So it's now fucking up your EMF. Mm-hmm. So your natural aura is being like it's coming out like a screwed up Ethernet cable. Right. Then the 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 source of it, where we now are connect the antenna that's connecting, it's not connecting well because it's calcified and then our own body right the gene the gene in it is starting to get turned off yeah. so they're attacking us in every way and why do they have to do that because we are that strong yeah. that if yeah. people if people you know my main focus and especially on this whole thing that we're going to talk about with whether it's treatment of covid whether it's treatment of the from the vaccine or treatment from the shedding right. you know or or anything like disease that you have, it's the focus of the mind. Because if your mind can overcome it, your body will follow through and it will change. Because just how our genetics can change from generation to generation, well, it's also something that you're, what's called phenotype genotype, right? So the phenotype is what is the expression of the genotype. Well, if our genes are forced to change because our minds are really focused on it and our genetics are not changing, well, then our physiological aspect will change itself. And it's all rooted on your mindset.
0: Yeah, So powerful. It's uh, such incredible stuff. So I have a funny, well, let's have a conversation about this, talking about the heavy metals and the EMFs. And the vaccine and all of the things, right? So a couple months ago, I want to say it was probably about two months ago, my friends and I were all together. We're talking about all the stuff, right? And my friend grabs a fork and says, let's see if we have any, like if we're magnetic. And so grabs this fork and literally the fork is just sticking. Like anywhere we put it, the fork is sticking. So then I'm like, let me give it a try. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's sticking to me. So the fork sticking, right? We all do it. It was really like, what the fuck? How is this possible? How is a fork literally staying to my forehead, staying to my chest, staying to my heart? How is this physically possible that this can actually happen? Gravity should be pulling that motherfucker right down to the ground. So we, you know, we have this long conversation. And- you know in my opinion i feel it has a lot to do with heavy metals so i've been doing um, zeolite to try and detox from the heavy metals removing the heavy metals from my mouth or from i say my mouth because i yeah. have this is the thing that i have to take care of i've got all of those um metal um what do you call them fillings metal fillings and oh,
1: okay
0: i know that these metal fillings are really fucking with me and that i've got to get them out so talk the audience a little bit about the you know the heavy How is it possible that this fork is staying to our physical bodies?
1: Yeah, for sure. The main thing I wanted to say about that is I think that's something that we're realizing now. But if we would have done this a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, people would have noticed what the fuck is this metal sticking onto me? So and thing- not just us. I've seen people do it with like, they got a big ribeye steak. And they put a magnet on it and the magnet sticks on it.
0: That's frightening. That is frightening. So, so it's
1: not just us, but it's the meat that we're eating.
0: So it's in the water. It's in the food. It's in the air. It's in the,
1: the, toothpaste,
0: the toothpaste, the vaccinations,
1: the, the chloro, the, the disinfectants that you use to clean your, your body, the stuff that they put on top of the plants, fungicides, herbicides, pesticides. I mean, it's, we're completely surrounded. Yeah. And that's not even talking about the EMFs. And uh, you know, this is what I use uh for decalcifying the pineal gland. I don't know if you've heard of skate liver oil.
0: I have not. I'm not familiar with that.
1: So supposedly this is the best one you can use from okay. green pasture. The blue ice is actually uh so this oil supposedly helps in removing. The uh, I don't know like exact mechanism of action with that, okay. but uh, apparently, the this uh, this this liver oil from a specific fish that's that's caught in a Ala- lot in the Pacific side around Alaska, um, it helps to decalcify the pineal gland. Okay. Supposedly, okay. it's the best. Thing to, to use.
0: Okay. So, and then I'm sure it also helps supporting the liver as well with the detox. Yeah,
1: exactly. And this is super rich, uh, oils, you know, when, when you, when you talk about like mackerel and, um, even cod, but like mackerel and, uh, what's the other, um,
0: Greens, anchovies
1: anchovies and all that, right. This is similar. It's these smaller fish that, you know, the, Whales and stuff depend very highly on them because they're so rich in oils, right? Yeah, that makes. But that's what I use, and then this is what I also use to help me, like get connected, is to get more metals in your body, right? Uh, High frequency metals. So I use this one. It's Ethereum Gold.
0: Okay. So can you, I need you to, um, elaborate a little bit more on the we want in our body, because I think for, for the most part in general, people think of metals as being bad and like a a damaging and harmful thing, but there are specific metals that our bodies do need. Can you speak to that?
1: Yeah, I can speak and generalize. I mean, uh, you know, kind of just what, what, uh, because i would need to kind of cuz some people might go like oh well that's not the exact amount and this and that right so i didn't freshen up on that part right
0: copper is necessary we have to have copper
1: copper no. iron iron gold iron. silver magnesium
0: yes yes that we know that all of those are major components that help to facilitate what system in our body
1: well those are different aspects but it could be your circulatory your blood, right, for iron, yeah. Um, as well as some copper, um, but obviously your immune system is super big on that. But you know, for for some of this stuff like the gold and whatnot, which it's used in many different parts and different proteins and enzymes in the body, which is why it's so important. But it, you know, with your circulatory or your nervous system, it's also to create. Uh, you know, it's just like if you were to create a a wire that connects this light switch to this light, mm-hmm. if you put it in iron ore, mm-hmm. it's not gonna it's the 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 speed of it traveling is not gonna be that fast, okay. and that iron can corrode more easily, okay? And so it's not the best conduit to make that electrical connection. But if you use copper, it's going to be better. It's going to flow easier with less resistance. Okay, and that's that's one of the things they talk about in when you're creating an electrical circuit. One of those aspects is resistance, right? You're looking at amplitude and then your your watts, your force into it. So uh, if you use copper, it's going to flow better because there's less resistance. Well, if you use silver. It's gonna go even better and faster and cleaner. And if you use gold, you know, gold and silica, right, or silicone is what's really going to let that it's it's like it's like now walking with like super slippery socks on tile. Where yeah, you might woo, you might go out out of control, but if someone pushes you, you're gonna go with less resistance and you're not even walking, you're just gliding all the way to where you need to get to. Uh-huh. right? So electricity is flowing through gold like that. Well, if you have this conductive uh, essence in your body, well, your body's going to flow better, not just in the electrical portion from your brain to your hand or whatnot, but also in the, the spiritual realm, which is your, your dream state, right? The, the auras that come out of your body, the EMF that's projected out of your heart, it's gonna make those waves that are coming out flow better. right? It's gonna be less uh, noise in, 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 in that uh, realm.
0: This makes a lot of sense, especially referring back to that book, Life on the Cutting Edge, when he starts talking about for the physical ascension process, because there's two different parts. There's the spiritual ascension and there's physical ascension and what sal had said is that right now on earth there is only one person that he is aware of who has the ability of potentially being able to have that ascended light body so what he was explaining is that we are a carbon-based model right now that has to convert to a silicone based model So what you're saying makes sense to me in order for us to be able to maintain this physical body, but shift it into the light body so that it has the ability to do all of the things that we want.
1: So if you had a circuit, okay, made of iron and copper that can conduct electricity, but you're about to put in like some really high powered electrical input into it. It's not going to be able to withstand it.
0: Oh, God. You have like, yeah, this this really has connected a dot for me, a big dot that I really didn't understand why it was necessary. I didn't understand why do we have to go from the carbon to the silicone, but this makes so much sense. And it also makes sense why... You know, this ascension process has to happen slow so that our physiology has the ability to convert with
1: it. Literally, it's like this. If you were to get struck by lightning, mm-hmm. right, your body, that that's so much power, so much energy at once. It's got what typically happens to people is they have an exit wound where the electrical part has to leave your body. Right. Right. And that's going to, sh- it's going to blow. It's not going to be a pretty thing. And that's typically where people have the serious injuries. Yeah. Why does that happen? Because we don't have capacitors. We don't have little reservoirs to hold all that energy right. and be able to control it like a converter does for your car, for the battery to your car. Or like if you have a a, I forget what it's called, a, um, like a splitter, uh, what is it called? Um, You know, you can add basically this component to like your breaker where if your house gets struck by lightning, all that surge of power will get diverted into another thing where it's just basically cycling and holding that energy so it's not blowing your, your, um, yeah, your, it's not blowing your, your fuses. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we have fuses in our body, which are basically our chakras. Mm -hmm. So if we connect into something. And we're made out of this old rinkity dinky, you know, VHS type of system, right? Technology with that amount of power, the body's not gonna be able to, so it'll blow. So you slowly have to upgrade the system to withstand now a blu-ray, not even C D D, you know, DVD, but a blu-ray, right? And so you have to upgrade your chakras, and part of that is getting, which is with the shadow work, is getting rid of your childhood experiences, your traumas, right? You got you to gotta make way for space, right? So you have to get rid of some stuff to allow more space into. But not only is that major, right, to bring in more space, but you also have to adjust and align your chakras so now it's like this perfect thing that's going to be able to bring in more energy in a more efficient more programmable way right so that now you get the major the light beaming coming in you now you're not going to have a mental breakdown your body's not going to have a physical breakdown right and now you're going to rock it all mind body and soul
0: Sometimes conversations like this are better than orgasms. I'm telling you,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but this is also why we can't have beings of higher realms in our physical presence. They can't visit us in the physical because we wouldn't be able to hold all of that energy. That, energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow.
1: And that's why angels and stuff, they, they, they look like a translucent thing. Right. Because their powers, their energies are so high. So they're actually probably doing more work and struggle to show themselves in a 3D way with it, without like popping it off on everybody. Right. Yeah. Which is why people always say when God shows himself, something major is going to happen. Because imagine all the energy, even if God has no intention of harming us, just the facts of his sheer presence opening is so much energy that things are going to be popping, right? Yeah. The earth is going to like, you know, fucking volcanoes are going to pop off. Yeah. Possibly birds and insects might die off because it's too much energy, right? Like people are going to see things and have traumatic or, or monumental changes in their life. I mean, you know, you can just go on every spectrum and talk about every little aspect if a godlike being or, or presence would be there because of the sheer energy that's coming through you know we're not we're not ready for that and if it happens obviously it's going to be a monumental change
0: and, and i think that's such a good point and i'm going to really use what you just said as a reminder to myself that this is why we have to go through what we're going through right now as much as i hate it as much as i you know can't stand the thought of what we're having to experience if I can connect with the fact that our physical beings aren't ready yet to receive what is to come and we have to slowly go through this process, I think it might make it a little more easy for me to deal on a daily basis.
1: You know how I look at it, Heather, is that people like you and I, at one point, we're going to be the ones teaching people this stuff, right? Absolutely. like on a mass Absolutely. basis.
0: Which is why you know for you and I it's really interesting because 9/11 was the thing for me that woke my ass up. you know I yeah. saw propaganda with the media. I, I, I realized this is this is insanity and I can no longer consent to this shit And that was literally the be- one of the best moments in my life when I chose that for myself. But like you, I also was raised Catholic. And then I ended up marrying an atheist. So I went through this whole transition. And then after I got divorced, I was really confused. I, I felt intuitively that there was a higher presence, a higher being, something bigger than ourselves. But I didn't necessarily connect with any of what we had been taught through all of the different religions of what that you know, was. And so as I've gone through my awakening experience and having more spiritual uh, knowledge and understanding, I now understand completely who we are, what we are, you and I, we are connected right now. There is an energetic vibration that is allowing us to be one. And that that's just like such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, I could just babble forever about all of this. I get so freaking exciting. It, so exciting. Yeah, it, is. it really is exciting. And um, you've really inspired me today. You've really given me some, you've shared a lot of really great stuff with the audience. And for me personally, if no one gets anything out of this conversation for me, I have received an immense, immense amount from you today. So I truly, truly appreciate that. And you know, it's You're fun. Welcome. A couple of weeks ago, I was thinking, I, I don't remember when we recorded the first podcast, but after that podcast, I remember thinking that day, I cannot tell you how many viral videos had been sent to me over the last 19 months with this whole pandemic and the vaccine and the virus and all of the things. But for whatever reason, when I got your video, I something intuitively said, you need to reach out to him and you need to connect. I had no idea who you were, what you were, and what your philosophies and insight are. And I now understand that that fucking video went viral so that I would see it. And then you and I could connect and be on mission together moving forward.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And. And that's how it's been for a lot of people, too. I mean, I I will say I haven't connected with anybody as well as I have with you. I think there's a beautiful thing here. Um, Other people are like just, you know, I just want to know about COVID. And so I drop the seeds, you know, like manifestation. What does that mean? Look it up. You know, looking into talking about your EMFs and bringing into the metals a little bit. Right. So get people to start eating healthier. Um, so it's kind of like a, a, a spectrum of like, you know, how enlightened to not enlightened, but, um, yeah, I mean, so in my Zodiacs <clears throat> or my Akashic records right now, if you were to look at it, literally, especially Mercury, I don't know if Mercury right now being a retrograde is going to be a bad thing for me, but I think regardless, it's, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm if I'm in to so how other people are, what's going on in their lives. But Mercury right now is tied to my throat chakra. Okay. And so my throat chakra right now is like off the chain. Literally one of the records that someone wrote to me, uh, it literally says like your throat chakra is literally communicating with the divine right now. That's beautiful. So things that I'm saying, it's just rocking with people hardcore and so you know i didn't mean for that video to go viral but obviously it was meant to be because like i've just been trying to get this out there on a megaphone you know and and in a way because obviously how you see you know how how our you know little friendship has floors like we're talking about just a stupid little thing on on at an edinburgh school board meeting where i'm like yeah you know hug each other love each other we'll all be okay and now we're like oh come look at my crystals and <laughs>
0: I love it. It's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. Um, you know, and for this, th- this is an a, it's one reason why I can't despise technology as much as I would like to most days. Yeah.
1: Also, yeah.
0: The other thing exactly. I want to mention is that, you know, how you were saying you're not sure if mercury retrograde is necessarily a bad thing for you. I know quite a few people right now whom mercury retrograde is actually working in their favor and they mm-hmm. are... Really, just killing it and having just some really phenomenal experiences and understanding and breakthroughs. So that's that's awesome.
1: Well, I'm I'm supposed to be going through a breakthrough like any minute.
0: And I think it takes having conversations and a good connection, you know, support group like yourself and myself to stay connected and reminding each other of that. I have a really amazing core group that. We, you know, I'm so grateful for these beings. I don't know what I would do without them in my life. I know that we finally found our, our way back to one another from the higher realms. And now we're here on mission to support one another. And it's really exciting. Well, you have truly filled my cup today. My soul is on fire. My EMF field and my heart is just magnified. Yes. Awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Heather. God bless you for all your work. You are a true light worker. And, you know, thank you for all your, your experiences that you bring forward to the table too and your beauty and, and, and your perseverance.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Think Yourself Healthy podcast. Make sure you leave a review and let me know what you think. I love reading your feedback. Come hang out with me on Instagram at Heather Duranja and don't forget to take a screenshot that you're listening to the podcast and tag me. I love to share it. See you on the next episode.